a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by Lucy McCrae from Save Our Venues. Morena to you, Lucy. Morena, Jamie. Thanks for having me on. You're more than welcome. It's, what, how long have we been talking? Like 12 years? And we've yeah, got you I on know. the show. It's I amazing. Know. So Save Our Venues. Let's, um, let's get down to it. Exactly what is Save Our Venues? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it's in the title <laughs> there. But yes. no, what, I'll start from the beginning. What happened is, as well as being part of Save Our Venues, I am um, a co-owner of Whammy Bar in Auckland. Um, and literally two weeks ago, Reb Fountain contacted me and said that, you know, she was worried about the livelihood of venues and future of venues, which to which I agreed with wholeheartedly. Yes, this is a really difficult time and I don't know what the future is going to be like. And she proposed putting a boosted campaign together. And initially I was really sceptical, um, asking people for money, especially, you know, our community who I know aren't the, necessarily the most affluent. Um, asking for money in a time like this just felt a little little wrong to me. Um, but Reb, coming from an artist, Reb was, you know, she she saw the importance of it, which which I did. But um, she was she was willing to drive it, and so agreed to it. Um, and then the campaign launched, and within eight hours, it met the target of fifty thousand dollars. And at that point, we didn't know. I mean, fifty thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money, but as far as, especially with Auckland rents, um, as far as it's just a drop in the bu- in the bucket, really, and it it won't keep sort of you know things going for that much, along for that long. Um, but anyway, so it met it met that fifty thousand dollars really quickly, and the amount of support and memories and um, messages that we were getting was just overwhelming and amazing, and really quickly we sort of spoke with a few other people and put together an idea of Save Our Venues and tying a lot of other venues around the country in with this. Reached out to venues around the country and, I mean, it's all rolled out really quickly and really organically and with a lot of hard work behind the scenes um, to what it is to what it is today and, that, and then that's just continuing to grow as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we, we know like most industries, uh, music is multifaceted and each part is as important as the next. And without the cog that is the venue, the whole thing kind of falls apart quite quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is always the the idea that, that spaces will open up. You know, there's always going to be a need for venues. But you've got these existing venues that have been around for for years in a, in a run and by people who are passionate and know the industry. Um, so to, to, to kind of, to let them go would be such a shame. Really. Yeah. And no one's, no one's running a venue to make a million dollars. Are they? Uh, most, they're most certainly not. They're certainly not. Yeah. So the most part you're doing it for, for the love of it. You're not, you're not trying to raise funds here um, to bankroll yourself. You're doing it just to keep the doors open. So um, up and coming artists, um, have a, have a place to go and play for for audiences, gain exposure. You know, touring artists from Utiputi uh, that are coming up to Auckland have a place to play. You know, these kinds of spaces are so important for the grassroots music community and the community at, at large that um, likes to be entertained. Definitely, definitely. And you can see you can see that these spaces then what they go on to create. You know, we've. And, and throughout this campaign, we've heard from the likes of Marlon Williams and Aldous Harding and Nadia Reid and Tiny Ruins, Red Fountain, um, the Beths, 
soaked oats and all of these people were, you know, they started out playing to 10 people, practicing their craft and honing their songs. Now, you know, they've out, outgrown a lot of these, a lot of these spaces. Um, and it's, it is literally a petri dish, a nursery for a lot of our, our up and coming artists that never would be where they are if they didn't have the opportunity to play in these venues. Mm-hmm. Now, in Utipoti, there's Dog of Two Tails, which are a part of this campaign. I yep. run the quiz night there on a Tuesday night, so it's very okay. important for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Bringing communities yeah. together. That's right, that's right. I mean, I, I get a crowd in for the quiz that ranges from the age of 18 up to 65, you know. So we're not just talking about kids that are going out to see a punk rock band or, or um, to go see a nice folk artist. We're talking about other events that go on at these places as well uh, that serve the wider community in a lot of varied ways. Yes, yeah, which is super important. And I think it, with this you know, lockdown, everybody's noticing the lack of community and the lack of human interaction. So these, these spaces are providing that as well. Yeah, and, um, and it's going to be difficult moving forward. I mean, right now we don't exactly know what the future, how it looks, what the makeup looks like. You know, our venue is going to be able to open at level two or do we have to wait till level one? Um, what kind of distancing do we need? What's the capacity going to be like? So yeah. even moving out of level three into a world where you can go out and enjoy some live music, it's not necessarily going to be the same as it was before for a while. Uh, and if capacity limits are down, um, then, venue, then the venues take from shows is down as well, right? So yeah. this money just about what's happening now it's about what's happening in the future exactly exactly and it's not um although the money is a super you know that's an acute reaction and that's what we need right now as venues the um the save our venues committee is also hoping that moving forward we're going to be able to help um as a collective nationwide with all of these questions and all of these issues that that venues are coming up against and a lot of them we don't even know what they're going to be yet because we have no idea what the future is going to look like but as they come up we hope as a collective that we'll be able to offer support and um be a hive mind for for dealing with these problems and if uh needs be you know being able to to help lobby and take it take it further just as a um as a collective you have that that little bit more power than you do as an individual and also if you are you know a venue in a in a small town in New Zealand just having feeling well, not even a small town but you know having support from other venues knowing that everybody's in it together that you're not alone I think is going to be really important moving forward and you can feel that already now in talking to venues around the country and and people are really um they're scared and so to have to to know that they're not alone and to have this support is huge yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so um, if people out there want to uh, donate, if they can, of course, um, like you said before, not not everybody can. Um, we're all in this boat together. That is the uh, lockdown, which is COVID-19. So a, a lot of us are struggling. But if we can give, how do we do so? Yeah, so we've got um, a Save Our Venues website, which is saveourvenues.co.nz, with all of the boosted campaigns that are live um, on there right now. So that's the Cabana and Napier, obviously Dog with Two Tails, Neck of the Woods, Cassette, Whammy, Wine Cellar in Auckland, Dark Room in Christchurch, there's Blue Smoke, um, and more, San Fran and Wellington, and more are rolling out daily. Um like as of today, we've made I think one hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars has been raised to all of these venues, um, 
and it's and you know that's just growing so which is great so if you go to that page you can pick your campaign that you want to donate to um but of course if you don't have money it's really important you've got a voice um you've got other ways of helping support this which is sharing it so we've got hashtags save our venues and save our venues new zealand or nz sorry um and then the hashtag we love with your venue of choice as well and we're encouraging people to share photos and memories and um videos of of shows and things that have happened to them at that venue as well just to to show their support yeah, because these, you know, we've said it many times. Um, these venues are important parts of our communities, and they've, uh, and we've, you know, a lot of us have grown up in these venues and, and seen some amazing uh, acts and had some amazing nights with some amazing people. So mm-hmm. um, long may long may it continue. And um, thank you for your good work you're doing, Lucy, and of course Reb as well, um, and the rest of the team behind Save Our Venues. Thank you so much. Um, from you. me, a venue goer. Thank you. More than a venue goer, an important part of the community as well, as is Radio One. So thank you for everything that you do as well. Oh, shucks. Shucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, brilliant. So um, we'll uh, be putting the the booster campaigns up on our Facebook pages and we'll be sharing them uh, like we already have with the hashtags and everything. So for everybody else to do the same, let's get them behind and save our venues. Um, Lucy, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us this morning. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, and no doubt we'll be talking again soon. Yeah, hopefully get to see each other again soon too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cheers, buddy. That was a Radio 1 91FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.